0: let's get it started let's get it started that's the
1: cold open (laughs) you
0: son of a bitch don't you do that
1: ladies and gentlemen my name is
0: scott
2: hey yo is that It's gonna be! Jeff. The cream rise to the top, oh yeah. And you're listening to... All of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable...
0: Have your own WrestleMania menu with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure... Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling.
1: Hey, welcome to episode 271 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, the longest-running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real-life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Well, it is Cherry Blade Lemonade
0: powering me through the show tonight. And before I get into the usual riffing with you, as we always do to start off the show, I want to give my mother-in-law a very, very happy birthday wish. She turns 70 this past Friday, the 26th. Best mother-in-law a guy could ask for. So I want to wish Cindy a very, very happy 70th birthday. And if I can pull a little Barry Horowitz action here, give myself a pat on the back and the wife as well. We celebrate 12 years on Saturday, the 27th our 12 year anniversary. So we're going to have a quick little getaway, just the two of us. It'll be kind of nice. So happy anniversary, wife, happy birthday, mother-in-law. And aside from that, not much going on, dude. It's been pretty quiet lately. I'm actually getting ready to go back to work here in the next week and a half, uh, getting ready to go back into the office because I'll have my second dose of COVID shot next week. So be fully vaccinated, ready to go back to the office and the grind and all that good stuff. But outside of that kind of same old, same old,
1: Hopefully your face doesn't start drooping like Peter Griffin from family guy when he ate too many burgers, I think. And he had the stroke (laughs) as the whole right side of his face was drooping.
0: Oh, you mean from the COVID shot, not from having to go back to work
1: (laughs) or eating too many burgers? Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, I've been in a few food comas where it felt like things were drooping badly. But uh, yeah, (laughs) we'll we'll see what happens with that second dose. I'm not hearing great things about it. People are having some pretty strong reactions. uh, So we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, from what I hear, it punches you in the face, stomach, everything, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, not much going on over here. I have Power Punch running through me right now.
0: Ooh, one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I really needed the bang today, dude. I am just dragging lately, so this bang is, like, keeping me up going through the show. When I take that melatonin tonight, dude, I'm going to be out like a light. Do you feel
0: like that lately? Like, you start to hit, like wednesday and then thursday and it really feels like you're kind of stumbling into the finish line that is friday
1: um no i feel it at monday at about eight thirty a.m
0: <laughs> you're out i'm gonna start this week strong it's 8 a.m <laughs> on monday and by eight you're like f it
1: <laughs> you're get like get me out of here you're like me gene oakley with the summer sign summer slam sign dropping behind you
0: exactly put that cigarette out
1: Yeah. So I can't wait for this weekend, dude. Celeste is going to be gone. So I'm going to (laughs) be, what, what? Uh, That is
0: hilarious. What? What did I say? Uh, (laughs) I can't wait for this weekend because my girlfriend's going to be out of town.
1: Yeah, exactly. Dude. I'm going to be a total cat dad. I'm going to be kicking it back (laughs) with the cats and watching wrestling or whatever. You know, I'm going to be enjoying this weekend.
0: Good for you. dude. you have a cheat day planned?
1: Uh, you know what's funny is I was actually thinking about that. I was thinking about heading down to the second best taqueria that Steve from PPW Podcast knows all about. Uh, picking up a uh, super burrito, super steak burrito, extra sour cream, whole beans, and yeah, throw in the rice. Usually I get it with no rice and have extra uh, beans and steak, but nah, throw in the rice, dude. Give me all the carbs. You know what you should wash that down with? What?
0: A large pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Now that's a cheat
1: day. I'll do a super steak burrito with a chaser of pepperoni pizza.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: That is fantastic.
0: And then maybe an ultimate cheeseburger to top it all off.
1: But you know what, dude? I am really looking forward to our Sunday draft. Yes. We got a fantasy baseball draft. I'm really looking forward to this 1 p.m. West Coast time. I am going to be all over the draft. And then after that... Special guest Sean and I have another fantasy baseball draft with Eric from doing the favor.
0: Very nice. Yeah, big, big weekend planned ahead. Um, we just got to get through the week first.
1: Let's try to do that. Absolutely. If you would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or Whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable Instagram, Fully Opposable W F. If you want to go back and listen to any of our past podcasts, head on over to Podbean. Search Fully Posable," Or if you just want to kind of meander on over to our website, head on over to FullyPosablePodcast.com. And over there, you can read Corey Humans' writings. You got some stuff from Matthew Goldberg. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please write and review on iTunes. If you'd like to send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to WFP at gmail.com. Calm. Two things before we start the show. Well, actually, kind of get into the show. We've already started it. Technicality, Scott.
0: Yes, that was a soft open. You're referring to when we get into the hard open.
1: <sighs> uh, and
0: <laughs> We're going to break this thing wide open. We're going to stretch it beyond everybody's wildest imagination.
1: We're going to gape this shit. Whoa. What? What did I say? <laughs>
0: It's going to be Planet of the Gapes.
1: (laughs) I saw that movie once. Our Dad. (laughs) Whoa, hey, (laughs) that's not how you want (laughs) to... Okay,
0: wait a second. Pump the brakes.
1: What? (laughs) Speaking of Gapes, Our Dad. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, there's the cold open. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard open. Our Dad called me this past week, and he says he is looking forward to doing another... Round of eBay gift cards. So we have to kind of decide, Scott, do we want to do two $250 eBay gift cards? Holy crap. Or do we, again, do five $100 eBay gift cards? Or 10
0: $50 eBay gift cards and really start spreading the love?
1: Screw you. I'm not doing that.
0: Okay, five. All right, five it is. Yes, let's do five.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's too much.
0: Or 100 $5 $5 eBay gift cards. <laughs> okay. Here we go again.
1: Along with 100 middle finger emojis. <laughs> right. Or 1,050-cent 1, cards. I so can do we'll... math on the fly, see? So we'll be doing that again in June. So another round of Papa Tune eBay gift card giveaway. We'll be doing that. Also, I don't know if you guys have jumped on yet, but if you haven't, You guys need to head over to Homage to check out the shirts over there, the comfortable, comfortable shirts. Now, Scott, you got yours last week. I've got to ask, have you worn them yet?
0: I did. And that scene in Pulp Fiction where Samuel Jackson takes a bite of the dude's burger and he's like, that's a tasty burger. Dude, I put on the Homage shirt and I was like, that's a comfy shirt. Just like you said, dude, it's one of the most comfortable shirts I own. And I have two of them. So big thanks again to Dobro for hooking me up with two of the most comfortable shirts in my collection. I can't recommend those homage shirts enough, dude. Holy crap, they are comfortable.
1: They really are. I'm glad you like them, dude. I put on my Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Nightheart NBA Jam Style T-shirt, and I love it, dude. It just fits perfectly. So if you guys also like homage shirts, use our code FPP20 for 20% off your entire order over at Dot.
0: Yeah, and that code's good for another two weeks, too.
1: Homage, founded in 2007, turns back the clock with shout-outs to electric moments and personalities in sports music, popular culture. From the nature boy Ric Flair to Stone Cold Steve Austin, Homage tells stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Check out Homage.com for all those WWE wrestling t-shirts they actually have a wrestlemania 10 one ladder match with razor and sean on a ladder dude it's pretty cool
0: yeah i like that one a lot there's so much temptation on that site but if you're gonna jump in use our code fpp20
1: scott did you do any toy spotting
0: the only toy spotting that i did is i received my edge ultimate edition from deep discount okay and first off deep discounts packaging let's talk about that Cardboard box big enough to fit the figure. It was not jammed inside. The figure itself was laying on the bottom of the box, so no protective material between the figure and the bottom of the box, but there was packing material on top of the figure. So there was a barrier between the figure and the top of the box, but not between the bottom of the box and the figure. So there was only protective material on one side of it. Uh, There is a little bit of a ding on the card, but this is one that I'm actually thinking about opening. Okay. Maybe I do like the big window on the front of the ultimate edition packaging to do the autographs on, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that this is one that I would have edge sign because I've got one of his elites. I want to say it's number eight and that's probably the one that I would get signed if I were to meet edge. So this is actually one I'm tempted to open. So I'm not too upset about the ding on the card, but the figure overall, as I'm sure most of you that have already gotten your edge figures have seen very, very good figure. It's, it's awesome. The jacket is incredible. The head sculpt is amazing. His outfit, the figure itself is great. I'm not overly crazy about the screaming head or the, the crazy edge head look. Right. But it's, it's passable. It's, it's okay. If I was going to display the figure, I would actually have that in a Ziploc bag somewhere as like accessories Mm -hmm. And I would leave the head that comes on the figure inside the package intact. I wouldn't change that out.
1: Well, the screaming head is basically him mid-spear. The hair is flowed back. Or is it like him holding up the metal horns with his head tilted back screaming or something like that? Because they have that displayed on the back of the box. They have that head.
0: Right. So it could be used for either of those.
1: Yeah, so if you're doing figure photography and you're using fishing and wire and you're holding edge up, doing mid spear, and you got the hair flow back, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of the screaming head. Um, I showed it to Celeste. Celeste was like, "Okay, I like the head that comes on the figure, but I don't yes. like I don't like it with the screaming face." She goes, "I'm not a fan." I showed her the back of the box, and she goes, "That makes a little bit more sense." Still not a fan, but it makes a little bit more sense.
0: But for the figure photographers, like you said, you might be able to dress that up a little bit with some lighting right. so that it really looks good. But uh, overall, I would give that figure, just on a round number, Jeff, I'm not going El Presidente here, I would go 8.1 out of 10.
1: Mm, that's a fair score.
0: Minus the Screaming Head.
1: Yeah, about a seven eight. I'd give it.
0: So we're in the ballpark then.
1: Uh, did you get anything else, by the way, from Deep Discount?
0: Uh, No, that was it because the figure that I had ordered with that was the Davy Boy Smith and they canceled him. And luckily you hooked me up with the Davy Boy Smith. And so not super thrilled with them lately between the cancellations of the pre-orders and their weird pricing that's been going on with some of the figures. Kind of funky. Not overly crazy about the packaging that they sent to me. But again, I'm not too upset about that because I'm going to, it's a possibility I might open that one. But uh, eh, not super thrilled.
1: Please explain the weird pricing that you've been seeing. Well, from what I'm hearing
0: is it's almost like sliding scale pricing. Like some figures are way more expensive than others. And there's no good reason for it. It's almost like it's secondary market
1: prices. I have seen that as well on certain figures. And it's only certain figures. It's not
0: all of them. But if you're an online retailer, for the most part... All the figures should be the same price until you're sold out of your stock. It shouldn't be a sliding scale like Ticketmaster does. As all tickets start to sell out, the last ones remaining go through the roof in pricing. I don't think that figures should work that way on an online retailer, but what do I know? I don't own my own store. Right. So it's just kind of funky that some figures are more than others, and I don't really care for that model too much.
1: So your room is coming along fairly well. Yeah, it's getting there. You're going to be displaying your WrestleMania 2 ring right in the middle of the room, right?
0: That is correct. I'm going to have a coffee table almost dead center in the room, and that is where the WrestleMania 2 cage ring is going to go.
1: Okay, and how many figures are you going to display in there? Just like every single loose figure you have?
0: Well, I I would prefer to go era-specific. So I'm looking like 80s mostly. Uh, Tim hooked me up with that uh, WrestleMania 37 Elite Shawn Michaels, And we had a listener that gave me that Build-A-Set for the Heartbreak Hotel. Mm -hmm. So that figure is going to go in the Heartbreak Hotel kind of on the outside of the ring. But it's mostly going to be late 80s era WWF. Well, mid to late 80s WWF figures in the ring. And I'm going to have the Detolf shelf at some point as well. So I need to figure out what goes in there besides the Turtles that GBM hooked me up with. But I do want to thank Michael grid because he actually reached out to me and said that Walgreens has an exclusive diamond select John wick figure. As I had mentioned, I wanted to get some movie figures to put in there. So I'm going to be looking at some John wick figures. And actually Jeff, now that I'm going through that, I am remembering that I did do a little more toy spotting. So everybody remembers that I was really trying to get my hands on that war games playset a while back
2: mm-hmm. and
0: RSC got them back in stock for like a hundred bucks. And I jumped on it and purchased it, in addition to a couple of other figures on the order. Well, Kenny Daniels put on the Chick Foley show uh Facebook page that Amazon got in the War Games playset for 62 bucks. What? Yeah. And I he reached out uh because somebody else actually on the Facebook group, the Chick Foley Facebook group, had put down that Amazon had him in. And Kenny Daniels got into the comment thread and he's like, hey, I haven't listened in a while, but did you get your hands on this? And so I jumped on the link, and I was like, holy crap, dude. And I was like, yeah, I did get it, but not for that price. I paid more. So thanks to Kenny Daniels, canceled the order through RSC for the uh, the War Games playset, bought it on Amazon, and saved myself almost 40 bucks.
1: Well done.
0: Yeah, so big thanks to him for saving me some money. Big shout-out to Kenny Daniels for that one. But Amazon has already sold out of them.
1: Uh, go figure.
0: Yeah, and I'll have it Monday. Oh, sweet. Uh, I take that back. Monday or Tuesday, it said... I can't remember if it said the 29th or the twenty or the 30th, but one of those two, I'll have it Monday or Tuesday. So maybe I'll get my uh, second COVID shot and come home and play with my war games playset. <laughs> That'll <laughs> be gr- my gift to myself.
1: And grow your tail.
0: <laughs> You're talking about the, the tail on my, like on my hair, right? Like Yeah. The rat tail. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Like vanilla ice style.
0: Y- yes. Shave the sides with little lines.
1: Yeah. Don't forget the eyebrow. Thank you. Also, I got my stuff from deep discount, uh, I didn't have any problems. Uh, I agree with you. They could have put a little bit of layer between the bottom and the figure, but uh, like maybe of card not like a cardboard or something, but I'm not gonna complain because it came in well packed. These the two Good. shipments that I got came in well packed. So I'm not gonna complain. Uh two shipments I got, I got a Dusty and the Ultimate Edition Macho Man, which that macho figure that might beat well it does beat slim jim macho man so that might be how dare you that might be higher than number seven on my list this year we'll see we'll see how it plays out the dusty i'm gonna move on uh the other shipment (laughs) i got was angel garza and edge angel garza is actually a cool looking elite figure i do like the pants that he comes with the face on it's good i'm actually okay with that figure i actually like it and i got all this stuff for regular price over at deep discount so couldn't beat those prices
0: Yeah, and you know, it is a solid site to use when they have all their figures the same price. Like, all their elites are the same, Ultimate editions the same. I don't like the sliding scale pricing. I don't like that some are more than others. You know, that kind of draws me away and makes me kind of want to wait to find it at retail. So, anyway, look, they're using more packing materials than some online retailers. So, I don't want to gripe too hard about it. But if you're an MOC collector, Jeff, yours were in good shape. Mine had a ding, so that's a 50-50. And if you can get their elites or their ultimate editions at the same price as all of the other ones on the site, then it's a good deal all around. But they will cancel pre-orders on you.
1: Another site you can use if you want to get figures for, let's say, Walmart pricing or uh, target pricing is the Wrestling Guys store. It's actually down in Huntington, I think it's Huntington, California. But it's a it's called the Wrestling Guys Store. They have elites on there. Nineteen ninety nine. There is no sliding scale. It's nineteen ninety nine. That's it. Nice. Basic basics are eleven ninety nine. Uh, check him out. The Wrestling Guys store.com. Uh, he does have meet and greets as well. I think he has Diana Perazzo. Actually, it would have been the previous day. So the show drops on Sunday. It would have been Saturday, March twenty seventh. But I think he has jazz coming up. He has the the colognes coming up. So Scott, that rounds out the beginning. I think we need to get into some news. What do you say? Let's go talk about it.
0: Oh, you going to learn today.
1: Scott, in other news, Junk Shop Dog just put out a little teaser. It says Sofubi Pro Wrestling Series 2, Wave 1, Dynamite Kid, and we just saw the rendering for Bull Nakano this past week, which... Kudos to them, man. Getting Bull Nakano, that's huge.
0: Yeah, one of the names that is is on the WTF list of why don't they have a figure yet. So yes, absolute kudos to Junk Shop Dog for getting that name. Huge, huge get for them. I love it. I love it. Bull Nakano, man, she doesn't get enough credit and obviously doesn't get enough figures. So that's amazing that they got her.
1: Plus... One more to be announced. That is wave one. Wave two, it says announced Saturday. So... The 27th? It doesn't give a date. Oh. But here's the here's the interesting thing. Plus a tag team to be announced.
0: Ooh. Ooh, a poppy tag team.
1: Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express.
0: I'm going to say Rock and Roll Express, dude. They seem to be on the figure kick because uh, Zombie Sailor is going to be putting them... In the Hasbro retro line? Yes. So I'm going to guess Rock and Roll Express. They're going to jump into
1: the Junk Shop dog set too. And wave three, three figures to be announced. Doesn't give a date or anything. It just says to be announced. Uh, Actually, you brought up Zombie Sailor. He showed off the prototype of Dino Bravo. Did you happen to see it? Oh, no, I didn't see that. So, I mean, it just looks like a prototype of Dino Bravo. I mean,
0: it looks good. Sweet. Still wondering about price point on those and availability.
1: We will hopefully find out here soon. Maybe. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Also, if you want to listen to the gentleman from Junk Shop Dog, head on over to Tim's Pulling Up a Chair podcast. He had the gentleman on. Fun little story. He talks about how he already knew the widow of Bruiser Brody, and they started talking to her, and they got her a figure. It's just an interesting story, the backstory of everything. Tim did a good job of hosting that show. So, Pulling Up a Chair, we talk about him each week with Tim, but go back and listen to that. Also, listen to him and Drew Venzel. That was a fun interview as well. So, Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Uh, Scott, we didn't have much news this week, so the last bit of news that I did... Pull off the Wrestling Figs message boards. Someone asked Steve, any specific dates lined up for WrestleMania week reveals that you can share? Steve said, I have the tentative date I proposed, but we'll share once it's actually officially locked in. We should be seeing that any day now.
0: I can't wait, dude. That's always a lot of fun getting those WrestleMania reveals. Uh, Not as much fun when it's just a virtual event. So I'm really looking forward to access next year. Assuming there's going to be an access, but you've got to figure it is going to be there in some capacity. So really looking forward to access next year with the uh, live reveals. But I'm excited about this year too. Can't wait to see what they offer. I'm still saying Dexter Loomis, dude.
1: Scott, since we don't have much news, I'm going to do a quick little filler. We are going to play points of articulation. First figure out of the shoot, Tito Santana target figure. Ew. Really, I need a score. The, uh, uh, okay, so it, it's the Hall of Fame target, Tito. It, yes, I think
0: everybody listening to the show is extremely familiar with that that figure from years and years of going to Target and seeing it every time you went for years and years. Um, so it was Tito's singles run, pretty much right after Martel dumped him at five. Came with the red shirt, which was good. It was a soft, good shirt. <sighs> It was a Tito figure. It would have been 10 times better if it was Force. But, man, really? You're going to have me review Target, Tito? Okay. I just need a score. I, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's, it, You know, it's a good Tito figure from his singles run. I don't have many knocks on it aside from there were so many. And they never marked it down. So, that figure, I'm going to go
1: 7.4. Way too high. Why? That is way too high. Okay. The it's face... a good
0: sculpt on it. I like the sculpt. The outfit is accurate. Soft good shirt.
1: It'd be better if he came with a tag title.
0: I like I said, it would have been ten times better if it was Strike Force.
1: I agree, but it just a tag title would have even made this figure. I think the face on it isn't the best. I'm gonna go six six.
0: Ouch, but you are traditionally a more harsh judge than I am. Normally, yes. Yeah. You're, you have a more critical eye, apparently. See, I don't mind the sculpt at all, and I think it's good. I think it's a good Tito figure. I think a 7.4 is fair.
1: One last figure, just for filler. <laughs> at least you're honest. <laughs> Steve from the PPW Podcast sent this over to me just recently. I- Danny Davis, Jack's Classic.
0: Oh. It's good, and I might rate it higher if I didn't like the Mattel better. The okay. referee outfit is accurate because he did have the long sleeves, not the short. The sculpt is not as good as the Mattel. It's still a good Danny Davis figure. And it's always awesome when you have referee figures because it, it makes your matches. You know, if you're playing with the figures, it makes the matches way better. It's always cool to have a ref,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> but the, the Jacks is not as good as the Mattel. I'm going to go, man, Let me ask this first. Steve Mm -hmm. likes the figure.
1: No, Steve was actually at a toy store. He took a picture and he goes, Hey, do you need this? And I never had that Jack's classic. And it was one of those. I'm not going to kick myself for not having it, but it's one of those. I look back and "Eh, I wish I would have grabbed it. You know, that type of feeling.
0: So we've kind of brought this up before the wrestler reunions that we used to go to in LA. Danny Davis was at one of those and what I would do before a wrestle reunion is typically go through the guest list, see who was going to be there, and then start buying figures if I didn't have them in my collection. Well, Danny Davis was at one of them, and I went to go buy his classic superstars, and at the time, gosh, it was like 60 or 70 bucks. Wow. And, yeah, it was really, really high, and I'm like, man, I'm not... I, I just can't do it. I can't fit that in the budget because I still had to, you know, travel there, plan for food, hotel, other autographs. And I was like, I just can't fit like sixty or seventy bucks into the budget for a figure. So I ultimately passed altogether on Danny Davis. And I kind of wish I had picked it up now, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go six point seven on that Danny Davis figure. Okay. And it's because the Mattel one is better. So since I have a basis, like a compare and a contrast with the Mattel, uh, yeah, 6.7. Because that Mattel is so good, dude. They nailed Davis. Jax was still good, but not super great.
1: Well, let's take the Mattel out of it. Pretend Mattel never released a Danny Davis figure. Would your score stay the same?
0: Mm, It might go a little bit higher. Because, again, we didn't have really any Danny Davis figures. But... Mm -hmm. Since I do have the one to compare and contrast, I think that's why the score is so low. Taking the Mattel out of it so there's no comparison, it's just a standalone, maybe maybe 6.9, 7.1, maybe. And I think that might be a little bit too generous. Okay. It's just, it's okay. It's just okay. The outfit is accurate. Like I said, the long sleeves, the black bow tie, it's all perfect, but the sculpt isn't super great. So it's high six, low seven for me.
1: It's a low six for me. It's a six one. Okay. I'm taking the Mattel out of it. So when I looked at that originally, it was like, okay, that's a cool, you know, it's cool. We got Danny Davis. That's cool. Yes. But the face on it wasn't all the way there. Yeah. It was just okay. Like they didn't, it seemed like his face should have been a little bit more chiseled. I I don't know. It just wasn't, it didn't hit. And maybe that's why I didn't purchase it back in the day. So I'm going to go six one on that one.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And I I do love referee figures. I always think it's awesome to have refs.
1: Yet we still have never gotten a Nick Patrick.
0: No, we never have. Or a little Nate. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these days Mattel does a couple more referees.
1: If they are under a contract.
0: (laughs) Yes. Thank you.
1: uh, We've never gotten a Tommy Young.
0: Sorely, sorely overdue for a figure. Absolutely. Tim White. Yeah. Another good one.
1: I still think the world of Kyoto.
0: Yeah, he's awesome. Totally deserves a figure. There are so many of these names that pop up and you're like, yeah, they totally should have gotten a figure. Hebner's gotten figures for obvious reasons. Right. And ring announcers have gotten figures, you know, with Finkel and Mean Gene's gotten figures. So yeah, why not the these refs? They deserve figures.
1: Yeah, and so do uh, some jobbers like Iron Mike Sharp and George Wells.
0: Uh, wow, George Wells.
1: And Scott McGee.
0: Well, SD Jones should get a Mattel figure too.
1: Uh, I I don't hate that. He's actually had a figure before. So that's tip of the cap to him. It, well, he has,
0: but Mattel needs to make one of them. I would love to see them do them in like the red jacket or that yellow and blue jacket. Mm-hmm. Like make two different ones, have one be the variant. Like even if it's a basic, just release it. Just like Mattel or uh, LJN did.
1: Scott, that rounds out the news and a brief little rundown of points of articulation. What do you say we jump into WWE Elite Series 10?
0: Let's talk about it.
2: We're going back in time for nostalgia. We're going back in time, time, time nostalgia.
1: Scott, before we jump into WWE Elite Series 10, of course, I'm going to tell you guys to check out Wrestling Figure Database and follow along as we go down these figures... And you can pull up the pictures and see the accessories, the details, everything about the figure as Scott and I are talking about them. So again, that's WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Scott, why don't you kick it off?
0: Yes, sir. WWE Mattel Elite Series 10 consisted of Big Show, and he came with two different tag team titles. This would have been from his tag team title run with Chris Jericho, known as Jericho. Big Show came with two different tag team titles and a black Soft Goods Big Show t-shirt. Next up, and I actually own this one, Jeff. He's up on my wall, hand signed by the man himself, John Morrison.
1: You got this one hand signed by him?
0: Yes, I did. You actually took it for me because I couldn't afford the red jacket one at the time. But this one, I think, was still on the pegs when you went. So you picked up the figure for me, and then you went to an APW show and got him signed for me.
1: Oh, I, I forgot that I got you a figure sign that night.
0: Yeah, you did. And it was this one uh, who was in gray tights and he came with sunglasses, accessories, and a black soft goods t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. So thank you for that one, brother. No problem. Next up Kane. And he came with a world title and money in the bank. Briefcase accessories Our truth who came with a mic, a necklace, blue soft goods, I guess they're wrist ties and a black soft goods what's up t-shirt.
1: They're like uh, what Ricky and Robert used to wear to the ring.
0: That's what I was getting off of them was Mm -hmm. like just tie off things like bandanas around the wrist. Yep. And that was our truth. Next up, Ted DiBiase, not the million dollar man, but his son, purple trunks. And he came with a briefcase and million dollar title accessory. And there was one version of him That was in green trunks. That was the variant. Main run was purple. Variant was in green. And last but certainly not least, Yoshi Tatsu. And he was in green tights with a dragon design on them. Very, very cool figure. And Jeff, that rounds out WWE Mattel Elite Series 10.
1: This is the Big Show. I've told the story before about meeting Big Show in San Jose. But this is the Big Show figure that I had plopped down. And when I made the comment to him, hey, don't, don't worry, show, you don't have to hold my hand. You know, this is the figure that he was signing. And this is when he <laughs> looked up at me and goes, oh, don't worry, I wasn't going to. <laughs> he did come with the two tag titles. It was one each, the SmackDown and the Raw tag title. Yes. Which I thought was a great touch.
0: Yeah, but then you're wishing that Jericho would be released the same way.
1: Correct. The figure is actually really good. They did a great face sculpt on him much better than what was that earlier series, which was series four.
0: I want to say yes, that sounds right. Series four was in the blue singlet.
1: Yeah, baby Big Show.
0: Oof. Yeah, not great. This one is leaps and bounds better than that one.
1: Much agreed. John Morrison looks great. Kane, it's bald Kane. Doesn't look as good as the earlier series with the shackles and the towel but it's a good cane
0: yeah it's a great cane i i really like it but i agree with you the other one is better
1: yeah it's a it's a good series i mean the names don't really jump off the charts at you but it's a good series
0: it is i really like the r-truth figure they did a great job on him i love the accessories with them but dude how about that yoshi tatsu
1: yoshi is actually really good and you know what sucks i found out yoshi tatsu was actually going to be in long beach for the very first solo new japan show oh so I jumped onto eBay. Now, this is back in 2017. Okay. I jumped onto eBay to purchase the Yoshi Tatsu Elite. I went on and the prices on this figure were like 110. And I thought to myself, there is no way in hell I'm going to drop <laughs> 110 bucks on a Yoshi Tatsu figure. No way. And here we are a few years later and it's gained 30 bucks on the one on eBay right now.
0: Damn. Yeah, and that one on eBay is signed, too. Uh, but if you had to pick a favorite out of this series, who would it be? Uh, Big Show. Really? Big Show's your favorite?
1: Yeah, and it's not because of the whole signing thing that I had talked about earlier. I just think it's a really good Big Show. I think outside of that series, the baby Big Show that we had talked about earlier, I think Mattel has really done extremely well and overachieved on Big Show figures.
0: Yeah, you're right. They have done a great job on him. Kane as well.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll throw that baby Big Show out the window. If you throw that one out, Mattel has really done a good job on Big Show figures. So,
0: Totally agree with you. I
1: did pull the eBay listings this week, unlike last week. Oh, well done, Jeff. Good job. Way to bring it. Thank you. I'm bringing my C- game this week.
0: <laughs> Leaving that F game behind, leveling up to C-. minus. <laughs>
1: I don't know what happened last week. Our show last week was, was amazing fa- as always. It was fantastic. So it many It really flavors. was. It was so good.
0: Legendary almost.
1: <laughs> Big show. Two on eBay. One at $126 plus $9.10 shipping. And another that is $186 with free shipping.
0: Holy crap.
1: Right? John Morrison, one on eBay, $89.99, plus $9.65 shipping. And it's funny, too. If you go back and you look at that earlier Elite with the jacket, that one has jumped up significantly since I last checked. People were selling them on eBay for like 240 or 50 bucks. Holy crap. There was another listing that was $329. What? I'm not joking, dude. Wow. So I'm like looking at my John Mo figure and I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> this is it's too- like you
0: walk into your figure room every morning and you're looking around on the walls like men, some of you might not make it back.
1: <laughs> some of you might not see the nighttime.
0: <laughs> some of you might not see the light of day again until you come out of the box that I ship you to.
1: Kane, there are three on eBay ranging from $139 to $199. R-Truth, one on eBay for $59.99 plus $15.20 shipping. Ted DiBiase, there was only one on eBay and he was in the green trunks, $109.99 plus $13.80 shipping. And last... But certainly not least, Yoshitatsu won on eBay right now, $149.99 plus $13.90 shipping as of today, March 25th.
0: And that one is signed in yellow paint pen.
1: Scott, which one was your favorite?
0: I think the Yoshi Tatsu. I really love the design on his tights. And I think that the face sculpt was spot on. Uh, if I had to pick a second, probably be tied between show and Our truth I really like that R-Truth figure a lot. It's
1: awesome. And this was the second R-Truth figure, too. Correct, yeah. So we had two shows, two J- John Moe's. Yep. And two R-Truths. Two R-Truths, yep. And two Canes.
0: And two Canes, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of duplicates already by Series 10.
1: Man, they are pulling out Jazzwares here. Yeah, who
0: are they? Jazzwares before there was Jazzwares? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeremy Padower's sitting back. He's all, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: <laughs> all the set needs is Cody Rhodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scott we're going to round out the show with the listener segment what do you say
0: let's go talk to him. and I just want to hear from my people
1: tell me can I hear from my people I just want to hear from my people and I just want to listen Scott do you know that I still have not received my New Japan figures from Super 7
0: okay insert shocked face here I can't believe it.
1: What? It's been three weeks since you sent us an email. (laughs) You cut off all correspondence. It's been
0: (laughs) 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 unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable.
1: Uh, Sorry, we were just talking about that during the break.
0: And when did they get pre-ordered again? It was November of 19. Yes. And so here we are about a year and a half later.
1: Yes. Sorry. I'm just a little bitter. I don't care. Send your tweets. Send your tweets. Oh, you're you're, just be patient. No, I'm tired of being patient.
0: Well, especially when you see other people have them in hand, Uh, dude. I've already that's frustrating.
1: I've already held one in hand, yeah, that was not my own.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, that you ordered directly from Super 7.
1: What ship is this on, dude?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Titanic, apparently, (laughs) that's
1: already sunk.
0: (laughs) You got to scuba dive to get your figures.
1: Wait, is that too soon? (laughs) Too soon, yeah. Good Lord. Scott, our first audio comes from Justin Summers. Let's see what Justin's got to say.
2: Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my weekly question. And first and foremost, thank you, Jabroni Jeff, for sending in your question to Wrestling Cheers this week. And I hope you liked why we... Are currently moving away from watching WWE. Also, on this episode, another friend of mine named Reese called into the show and he had a question that I think would be perfect for this show. So I ask you, with everything you're collecting, what is your holy grail or what is some of your holy grails that you are looking for in all of your collections? For me, and it's added to sum up what I said on Wrestling Cheers this week. After I bought that slimed Egon, Funko Pop, New York City, Comic-Con, Toy Tokyo Exclusive, every other thing that I'm looking for doesn't seem as important, as much of a holy grail. But looking into some of my other collections, there there are some ones that I have yet to come across, and I would eventually like to someday. One, for example, I have a little Mr. Rogers collection, and there's a particular Esquire magazine from the 90s, Where he was profiled and basically the basis of the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It's loosely based on the real life story of what happened when this writer from Esquire went to go write this article. I say loosely because there's a a handful of other personal interactions Mr. Rogers had with other people that are mixed in with that movie as well. But I have had a save search on my ebay app for a while and nothing has ever come up the only thing that i've ever seen come up for it is a book by mr rogers that when a beautiful day in the neighborhood was released they re-released said book and they added that esquire article at the beginning of the book as cool as that is i would love the real thing but i think it's one of those things that it came out in the 90s It wasn't necessarily a collector's piece. It wasn't necessarily a magazine that people kept. And it was thrown away by most people. And I think if anybody has it, they're a collector. Or they have a Mr. Rogers collection. And it's not going anywhere. Other than that, like wrestling figure wise. Other than trying to get like all the Hasbros that I don't have. And I know it's not a true holy grail. But it's one that I'd really like to get my hands on. But I don't necessarily want to go the eBay route. I'd like to go to a toy store store. Or just find the right person online selling it. And that is WrestleMania 33 line of figures that came out around that time. I might have talked about it on the show before, but Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 12. I passed that figure up so many times before I got back into collecting. And it's a big regret I have now because I now I think it's valued in between 50 and $75. So hopefully one day I will be able to get my hands on it. That's pretty much it when it comes to my holy grails. What are yours? Can't wait to hear your answers. And I will take my answers off the air. And by the way, Jeff, both of my cats and my dog have been spayed or neutered. Just so you know. Have a great one, guys. Later.
0: Hey, Justin. Thank you for sending that in. Always a pleasure having you on the show. Um, A grail for me still the Harley Race Elite Flashback. I know you have that one, Jeff. That's awesome. I don't dare look right now to see what that thing is going for since the Biden bucks have started hitting people's accounts. I don't want to know what the market is now, but that will always be until I land one either loose or some by some miracle, mint on card. That one is going to remain on my wish list. Another one would be maybe like a Mezco Batman, like a higher end Batman figure, a Batman and Robin to put into the Detolf, or better yet, the Hot Toys Batman and Robin that came out quite a few years ago. It would be Batman 66 uh, Batman and Robin versions. But those things, now that Adam West has passed away, those things go for buku bucks. I think the last time I checked, Robin was in the neighborhood of two to 250 but the batman figure was going for like 400 bucks. So that one is still on my wish list. Outside of that, I've got quite a few elites, like earlier legends on a wish list of mine that I've kind of keep a running tab on that when I've got some extra cash laying around and I want to start putting more figures into the room, I'm going to be diving into that list. And it's in the era that I had mentioned earlier like mid to late 80s figures. So I'm talking like Bushwhackers, Sheik and Volkoff; those would be the two tag team sets from the earlier Legends that came out. Uh, There are a bunch of other ones on there too, a Junkyard Dog Elite. So the list goes on for those, but those are also on my wish list for someday.
1: Scott, I was listening to Wrestling Cheers, and I didn't know this, but Justin is actually a Kiss fan.
0: Yes, actually, Justin put, I believe it was the Destroyer album, a picture of it up on Facebook a week or two ago. And I was like, oh, sweet, fellow Kiss fan, that's awesome.
1: How many times have you seen Kiss?
0: Ooh, let's see. The first time was in 92 for the Revenge Tour. You went with me. Yep, and that was my first funny, concert. Yes, we have that funny uh, Great White story from that show. <laughs> and let's see, I saw them again in 96 for the Reunion Tour. Then after that, I was supposed to see them in 2000, but wasn't able to go to the show. So the time after that would have been 2004. I believe it was, it was actually on a Father's Day. I want to say it was Father's Day 2004 or 2005. Uh, Shannon went with me to that one. So that would have been the third time I saw them. Saw them again in 2008 in Tahoe. Then again in 2012 in Concord. Uh, Motley Crue opened for them. And then again, man, when would... I guess it would have been the farewell tour back in February of 20.
1: One of their many farewell tours? shh stop it (laughs) haven't they been doing a farewell tour for like the past 20 years
0: (laughs) stop it stop it now (laughs) this one's for real (laughs) they are the terry funk of the rock world though for sure
1: (laughs) absolutely you know what's funny dude is before covid i was looking at this will clark statue and will clark for those that don't know or the youngins that listen, Will Clark was a first baseman for the San Francisco Giants back in 86 to 90, I think his last season was 93 with the Giants, and he was my favorite ball player. Well, I was looking at this Will Clark statue that was a stadium giveaway. You had to have that special ticket, you know, that they do. Right. And I looked at it, but I never pulled the trigger on it, and the statue was like 169 bucks, dude. And I was like, I I'm not gonna do it. That's just too much. It's awesome looking, but I'm not going to. I looked while COVID was going on, it had jumped up to two hundred and forty bucks.
0: Oh, oh man.
1: And I was like, there's no way I'm gonna get that. <clears throat> I haven't looked lately because, you know, we got our next round of stimulus, so there's no way I'm gonna check. But right. it never really came down from that two hundred and forty was it two thirty nine or two forty, whatever. Anyways, it never came down from that. That was one that I—I'm not gonna say is a holy grail, but it's something that I really, really want because of how big of a Will Clark fan I am.
0: You are the biggest Will Clark fan that
1: I know. Uh, Wrestling-wise, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I—you know what's actually? You know what I do know? I would love to get my New Japan Series One figures. That would be <laughs> awesome. Those are those. Those have become a holy grail for me, actually. <laughs> I don't care that I'm taking a what, – what's that guy's name? Megan? Megan?
0: Megan, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care I'm taking that Megan bat, dude. I'm just tired of this. I'm I'm, I'm frustrated. I want the figures. Just give me my stuff. God damn it.
0: <laughs> this is the part of the show where Jeff beats a dead horse.
1: That actually sounded really professional.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on
1: it. Um, But as far as wrestling figures, there isn't really one that I – desperately want. I wouldn't mind getting that Vader elite, the elite 31.
0: Oh, that's a good one. You know what though? But with that new legends figure coming out, They're true.
1: Very true. That might the, supplement it.
0: Yes. It, it kind of sates that that need to get that figure for me. Cause I want that one in my collection as well. But then when I saw that new legends Vader, Oh dude, that one went right out the window and I'm like, I'm just going to order two of those one to put up on the wall, one to open that Vader figure coming out is out standing right now my hit list with that legend series is two beefcakes and two vaders
1: sounds good to me dude
0: yeah because i got to get two beefcakes for the tag titles
1: yeah those silver tag titles are a must i still remember i still remember when rucker from boots of the face messaged me and he got that vader elite dude he got it for under 100 i couldn't believe it and this was a good score this was 20 i think it was like the beginning of 2020 or the middle of 2020, but I still remember when, when he sent that message and you could just feel the excitement from him holding it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And see, you know what though, Jeff, like to kind of going into Justin's question a little bit deeper, we're really fortunate that growing up mom and dad bought us so many of those figures that we would otherwise want to go back and uh, fill our collection. But there are so few holes between Remco and, and LJN, Galoob, Hasbro. There aren't many spots to fill in our collection. We were so fortunate that mom and dad really were just like, here you guys go. We're going to give you a majority of the figures that have come out. Obviously, the AWA series, we never even saw Matt Mania. Didn't have a chance to get that one because I guarantee you, we would have bought the Rockers or the Midnight Rockers. Uh, right. LJN is a handful of figures like Vince. Um, the Galoob's, we had all of the U.S. figures. The Hasbro's, we skipped the, uh, the repaints. Specifically, that purple razor and uh, Shawn Michaels and black tights. Right. But we had all the other ones, even the mail So when we look back, there isn't a need to go back and collect a bunch of those because we had them and still have them.
1: So just really, really fortunate to have the parents that we did growing up. Absolutely. And uh, I did listen to the Wrestling Cheers episode. Uh, that's actually how I found out that Justin was a huge. KISS fan, and he's a huge Dogma fan, or Kevin Smith movie fan as well.
0: Oh, he hits both of our fandoms right there.
1: Absolutely, dude. And I asked him the question on this show. I asked him, what is their reasons for not watching WWE right now? Uh, Some of the answers was there's too much to watch right now between independent wrestling, TV shows in general, Raw being too long, which is my biggest complaint.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this a couple times on the show. It's so much.
1: It is, dude. Like, when we were kids, we would have begged for all this wrestling, but now that we have it, it's like, okay, hold on. (laughs) Pump the brakes a little bit.
0: Yeah, we're trying to be adults, (laughs) and then we're still trying to fit in all of our wrestling watching, too. Like, there's just not time for all of it.
1: Right, right. But Justin did a fantastic job, as always, on Wrestling Cheers Podcast, and Justin, Thank you so much for sending in your question. And hopefully you didn't personally spay or neuter your animals. (laughs) I hope it was professionally done. Yeah. Justin's
0: a part-time vet,
1: dude. So thank you again, Justin. Also check out the wrestling cheers podcast. You'll hear him again later on the show. Scott, last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott JT here back with that weekly question. Do you guys think Toys R Us should stick to mostly smaller Fairly sized stores for its second run in the US. As much as I like the big Toys R Us stores, I don't think it's the better route to go for Toys R Us. I think starting out again, they should focus on having small, fairly sized stores in malls or shopping centers. I also agree with what Scott said. It's best that Toys R Us sticks to mostly toys instead of video games and electronics. Me personally, I never went to Toys R Us because I wanted to get a video game or an iPad. I went there for toys and action figures. I, You know what? Actually, they used to run some great deals on video games back in the day, so I did go for video games quite a bit. I would
0: occasionally too.
1: Because I remember they would run, what was it, like three video games for... S- 80 bucks or something like that.
0: It was ridiculous. Yeah, in fact, one time uh, you surprised me with three games. Like we were going to dinner or something and you showed up and you're like, oh, here, dude. And it was like three brand new games. I was like, holy crap. Like, that's yeah. crazy. And yeah, you had done that Toys R Us deal.
1: Yeah, because I would go and get three EA sports games. It would be like MVP, baseball, the basketball game, and Madden. And dude, I'm walking out with these games for like... 60 70 bucks it was like a killer deal so to answer your question i used to go all the time for video games nintendo sega
0: true but that was before the days of downloadable content like now you can just go to the playstation store or the xbox store or microsoft store whatever it is and download your games directly from them you don't need physical media but back then that was the only way to play your games there was no such thing as downloadable content you had to have a disc or a cartridge so it made more sense back then. But my point about the whole video games thing is with downloadable content being what it is now and so many different players in the game, I mean, look, GameStop is still around. Target and Walmart and Best Buy are still around. They're all selling video games too. Why why battle that? Why try to compete? It's pointless. Just drop it all together. I mean, like I said, carry the hardware, like bring in your, PS, your PS5s, your Xboxes, all that. That's fine. Do the hardware. Leave the games to either online or the other big box stores. 100%. I, that would be my move if I was Toys R Us. And to answer his question about the big stores, uh, yeah, it's what we're used to, but maybe it's not the best move. I tend to agree with JT that not necessarily a small store, but something like a medium size. I'm thinking maybe more like, maybe like a Ross or a Marshalls as opposed to a Toys R Us, which is like twice that size then maybe down the road Toys R Us continues to grow then you can kind of move into those size stores so i tend to agree with JT maybe like a medium sized store would be their best bet and kind of drop all the fluff the books the the power wheels like those motorized cars uh the little build-a-houses and swing structures and play sets and uh, drop all that stuff drop the clothes um definitely stick to your bread and butter which is toys from Legos to action figures to Barbies and girls' toys. Just stick to that. Leave everything else aside because focus on what brought you to the dance originally and just lose all the fluff.
1: I actually agree with malls. Just scale it down to just go into a mall, be like the old KB, and just have Toys R Us in there. I think even Ross and Marshalls might even be too big.
0: I think malls are a dying thing. You think so? Oh, you know how many pictures I see of malls that there are more closed stores than open? Our Tracy mall is turning into that.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Our mall used to have, like its cornerstones were Gottshocks, for the people that remember that. JCPenney's, Sears, and Target. Now, it's Macy's and Target. Sears is gone. Gottshocks actually became Macy's. J.C. JCPenney's closed. There was a humongous play place in there. It was called Kangazoom, which mm-hmm. was like all these inflatable structures. They closed, they're gone. And they had actually taken over what was old Navy. And now that's a huge spot in the mall that's closed. It's just gone. And I think there are more, there might be more open stores than closed, but that place is a ghost town. Even before COVID, you could see it starting the decline. So I don't know that malls would be a viable option. I just, those things are ghost towns and I'm afraid that the foot traffic wouldn't be enough. Oh, that's just my opinion, dude. I just see malls as a dying thing.
1: So there's a mall out in San Leandro called Bayfair Mall. And the few times that I have been through that mall, it's a ghost town as well. But then I think of Stone Ridge out in Pleasanton. That one's always seems to be fairly busy. There seems so maybe to be it depends a, on the areas. Could be. That one always seems to get a lot of foot traffic. Um, Southland is always busy out in Hayward and maybe like what you said, maybe it is the area, but I don't know. It just seems like Ross and Marshall's are even too big for those types of stores, but there's something magical about walking through those double doors going into Toys R Us.
0: Totally agree with you.
1: And just the bright lights and you know, where you're heading to the starting lineups or the well, starting lineups are gone, but like you head back, you, you think back to going to the starting lineups and the wrestling figures. And for you, the spawn figures, There's something, And there's something about that anticipation of walking down all the way to the back where the wrestling figures were. And Okay, are they going to have this Jax figure? Are they going to have this Mattel series? You know, what are they going to have? It's that anticipation. And there was something magical about it.
0: No, I totally agree with you, dude. Walking through those double doors is something. And that's why I don't think that a mall would be great because of A, the foot traffic, but B, like you said... It's that walking into a big store feeling. So that's why I'm like, maybe a Ross or a Marshalls would be better suited for them to start because they're going to have a big selection. They're going to want to get those deals with all of the, the big retailers like Mattel and Hasbro. So that's what I hope they come back with. Maybe not something with the Toys R Us side store that they had before, but something just a little bit smaller than that and lose the fluff. Stick with your bread and butter.
1: Scott, that rounds out the show. We want everybody to check out Wrestling Toy Tracker. As always, if you are on the hunt for any LJNs, Galoobs, Just Toys, bendums, Defining Moments, or Retros, head on over to Wrestling Toy Tracker, bring them up, have eBay up in the other screen and see if you're getting the fair market value. It might be a little skewed right now.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: But you can kind of gauge where things might come back down to. But, again, if you're looking for any of the loose or carded figures of any of those series I just mentioned, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Scott Eagle Moss.
0: If you have a pop culture or WWE fan in your life and you're looking for a gift for that certain someone, look no further than Eagle You can give them a follow on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. Check out all of the very cool properties under their umbrella from DC, Battlestar Galactica to Star Trek and of course WWE they have a great line of WWE statues from superstars past to present give them a look again Eagle Moss on Twitter at Hero Collector underscore
1: I'm going to throw it back to the podcast buddies as well obviously I'm going to start off with Breaker and Bane Breaker and Bane do a fun show they talk about wrestling toys they talk about toys in general Uh, they talk about a bunch of general stuff that's a lot of fun to listen to so again breaker and bane's power hour this past week breaker had on jason wolf on you know it's fake right and that was a fun listen as well i'd recommend anybody going back and listening to that one that was a great great listen jason wolf puts on a hell of a show (laughs) and expect nothing less <laughs> so, check out You Know It's Fake with Jason Wolf, and also check out on YouTube Power Hour Pro Wrestling. Check out DoingTheFavor.com where you can listen to their past shows, whether it's sports or wrestling. And they have the UPCs for Brickseek or SKUs for Brickseek, whatever you want to use. Check out DoingTheFavor.com as well. And I will be in Eric's Fantasy Baseball League Wish special guest Sean Scott. I can't wait for that.
0: Good luck. Two drafts on the same day, dude.
1: Oh dude. Sunday's gonna be like I'm gonna be like Randy from South Park after <laughs> after the final draft. <laughs> <laughs> A white room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> How many teams in Eric's? Uh man, was that ten or twelve? Oof. Yeah, I know.
0: That's a lot. Ooh, when you start getting into 12, that
1: gets hairy. I don't like 12-team leagues, dude. Well, and you have to do pitchers and relievers, too. Oh, oh, well, that opens it up a little bit
0: more. Okay, so 12 wouldn't be bad yes. when you're bringing in relievers. Okay, I like that. I do like we, that.
1: We have a strategy. Our strategy is to not go in with a strategy.
0: Perfect. And Sean's going to be hammered from the draft previously.
1: Yes. Yes. So that's going to be fun. So I'm a, I'm expecting our first round pick to be Jimmy Hart <laughs>
0: from the Memphis Megaphones.
1: <laughs> well done, dude. That was all improv. <laughs> So again, check out doing the Also, we want you to check out Steve and Eric from Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Again, that's another show that I throw on immediately. Another show that I throw on immediately as soon as it drops on Fridays is the Chick Foley Show with Seth, Marco, and Sheena. And I always I said it last week and I'll say it again. Check out their Facebook group. It's a lot of fun.
0: It saved me some money.
1: Also, Justin from The Wrestling Cheers. He had me on for a brief second because I sent in an audio question, Scott. Nice. Yes. So check out Wrestling Cheers Podcast, a Northeast Ohio-based wrestling show, independent wrestling show. RJ over at Ringside Rant. Check out Rucker and Marty over at Boots of the Face. I mentioned them before, and I'll mention them again. Check out Pulling Up a Chair with Tim. And again, he had on the Junk Shop Dog Guy And that was a lot of fun. It was a great listen to go back and how they started everything, him and his wife. So that was a lot of fun. So pulling up a chair, Scott, drunk wrestling history. What you got?
0: Yes. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. This past Friday, we actually dropped our 50th episode, Jeff.
1: Oh, the big five zero. Congratulations. The big
0: five zero. Thank you. And it is all about who should have broken the Undertaker's streak. Pretty interesting conversation with us. Again, that is wrestling underscore drunk on twitter where we're not always accurate but we're always drunk you can find us wherever you find all of your other podcasts at drunk wrestling history
1: and also you get shirts at what a maneuver
0: yes we do have a shirt up at what a maneuver i think we've sold uh three maybe four yeah nice and there'll be more i mean we have a bunch of different designs lined up in our heads like just hilarious shirts but uh, we want to get rid of some of these first. So if you're interested, it's just it's just our logo, Drunk Wrestling History. I always get weird looks from people when I wear it out. <laughs> like what? Because you know I'm a mark for myself. I have to wear my own gear. Uh, right. But yeah, people are always looking at me like, what the hell? Because it looks just like the Drunk History logo. But then they yep. see Drunk Wrestling History and they're kind of looking at me weird. And <laughs> then I put myself over. I'm like, yeah, I'm part of a podcast. No, I'm just I don't gonna know. Help do that.
1: I don't know if you know this, but uh, do you know who I am? Do- <laughs> I'm part give of a me drunk. Stuff. Give me stuff for free. I'm part of a drunk wrestling history podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Feed me drinks.
1: <laughs> also check out Marty and Sarah love wrestling. And every single day, Ryan Buds does trivia with Buds. Scott roll call.
0: Yes. First and foremost, the great, the amazing, the super talented Jason Wolf. You need to be following this man for several reasons. First off, his artwork is incredible. Get in touch with him at his website, Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E draws.com. Follow his social media at The Art of Jason Wolf across all platforms. But most importantly, this man does custom Hasbros. By the time you're hearing this, you've already missed another one if you're not paying attention to his social media. He's releasing a small batch of Who figures. Who? Yes, Who is who Who Jason is releasing. In small batch, as we all know, who was the great Jim the Anvil Nightheart under a red and yellow mask. And Jason has released that figure already, and you've already missed it. That's why you need to follow his social media at The Art of Jason Wolf. Miss no more custom Hasbros from this man. Follow his social media or jump on his website, DoyleDraws.com. And Jeff, rounding out roll call this week, our host on Drunk Wrestling History, Adam, is also a weekly trivia host. And he's going to be hosting a special WrestleMania trivia on Friday, April 2nd, 6 p.m. Pacific time. So that would be 9 Eastern, Jeff. I will save you having to do the math. Thank you. You're welcome. It's going to be on Zoom. And again, on Zoom, Friday, April 2nd, 6 p.m. Pacific. Meeting ID, if you are interested in jumping on, totally free. Feel free to jump on. Meeting ID on Zoom, 851 1906 passcode into the trivia dive D I V E again meeting ID eight five one five nine eight eight Zoom Friday April 2nd 6 p.m. Pacific jump on, play for free, tip your host if you feel like it. But there will be two categories that I submitted questions for, and that is wrestling gimmicks, name the wrestler that had them, and wrestling catchphrases. So listen for those. Eddie submitted a couple of categories as well. Adam does a great job, not only hosting Drunk Wrestling History, but is a hell of a trivia host. So, if you're interested, you got the information for Zoom. Drunk Wrestling History will also be posting it on Twitter. So stay tuned for all of that. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call.
1: Eight six seven five three zero oh, nine, nine.
0: Don't muddy the waters with your singing or more numbers, please. Thank you. <laughs>
1: I wonder what Celeste thinks when she's in the other room and she hears me talk. Probably the same thing. Well, she's
0: leaving this weekend, so that's what she thinks.
1: I know. (laughs) You're so
0: excited. It's embarrassing.
1: I don't get alone time.
0: (laughs) You and your cam girls and (laughs) your burritos and pizza. No,
1: it's OnlyFans, Scott. OnlyFans.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. OnlyFans, but for wrestling figures. Right.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Put your
0: pants on. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, Scott, for episode 271, anything else?
0: Get your vaccinations. Fig Life since 2016, and happy toy hunting.
1: I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 271, hashtag Fig Life. Adios. <laughs>
2: Fully posable Let's go Jeff and Scott the Toon Brothers Busting
1: out the ring But we don't take it out the box M.O.C. Happy toy hunting We'll see you next week with the OGs of W.F.P.